This is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. Welcome to the BankInfoSecurity.com Week in Review for Saturday, April 24, 2010. Here is the news that you should be paying attention to this week. Up first is a money laundering story entitled An Australian Charged with a $500 Million Money Laundering Scheme. The story here is an Australian man arrested in Las Vegas on money laundering charges is suspected of processing more than $500 million in proceeds for U.S. gamblers and internet gambling sites. The suspect was taken into custody by FBI and Homeland Security officials on April 16th and charged with processing the $500 million in disguised transactions. According to law enforcement officials, banks performing the transactions were duped into thinking they were unrelated to gambling. Next up is a follow-up on our story about Reg E reform. Security vendor Jim Woodhill this week took his Reg E reform crusade to Washington, D.C., where he met with the American Bankers Association and other interested parties. Now, while rejecting Woodhill's call for legislative action to further protect businesses from ACH fraud losses, the ABA's Doug Johnson does describe the dialogue as productive. Clearly, the one threat that is at the front of everyone's mind is the corporate and municipal account takeovers, Johnson says, referring to recent incidents such as those suffered by Hillary Machinery in the town of Poughkeepsie, New York. He told Woodhill that the ABA is in active conversations with banking core service providers and is in the process of finding out the dynamics of the identity management offerings they're providing for their customers. Woodhill, the CEO of security vendor Authentify, also met with a legislative counsel from U.S. Senator Charles Schumer's office to discuss possible congressional hearings on his notion to amend Regulation E to include business accounts under the same stipulated fraud loss amounts as consumer accounts, or to write a new law to limit the amount of fraud losses a business could bear from fraudulent ACH or wire transfers. I now see that there are no true villains in this saga, Outside of the criminal gangs in Eastern Europe, says Woodhill, following his ABA meeting, still he says there are executives in the financial services industry and its suppliers who, quote, have a duty to their customers in the nation to act and to act quickly. Also on deck this week is a new podcast called Cybercrime, New Threats and New Targets, which is an interview with Robert Richardson, the director of CSI, the Computer Security Institute. How vulnerable are organizations to cyber attack? Well, it depends on your definition of vulnerable, says Richardson. There's vulnerable, he says, and then there's likely to be attacked. In an interview about the current threats, Richardson discusses the ramifications of the Google attacks, security implications of Web 2.0 technologies, and what organizations can do now to minimize their risks. For these and for other news and views, please check out the Week in Review contents, and the information on bankinfosecurity.com and cuinfosecurity.com. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm.